Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm listening is Odyssey's commitment to mental health conversations. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, depression, anxiety, or mental illness, help is available. Call or text 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. That's 988. There has been much talk about loneliness during and following the COVID pandemic. And just because you're not alone, that does not mean that you can't be lonely. Loneliness can be that really internal state of not feeling connected even when you're around other people. The Surgeon General now says deeply-seated loneliness is as deadly as smoking. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Growing up in the 1990s, it didn't seem like there was anything more dangerous than smoking. That's true at least if you listen to all of the PSAs of the day. But now, being deprived of social contact can be as dangerous as tobacco use. That is according to Dr. Vivek Murthy, the U.S. Surgeon General. In saying this, Dr. Murthy declared loneliness the latest health epidemic here in the U.S. But what exactly does it mean to be lonely? It's more than just boredom, isn't it? Is there a definition of clinical loneliness? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't think we think of clinical loneliness in the same way as, like you're saying, clinical depression, but more about this like internal state that people feel where they feel um, disconnected from others. And this can happen both um, in terms of like lack of social connection. So that actual tangible, not having many friends, not having a lot of family, not having a lot of community around, but also that internal feeling of even when I'm around other people, I don't feel like connected with them. Uh, But certainly we don't use that in like a diagnostic term, at least at this point. That right there is Dr. Jen Carty. She's a clinical health psychologist at McLaren Macomb Hospital. What does loneliness look like in person? Meet Monica. I am a 45-year-old white woman. I have five children with my husband. I hold an undergraduate degree and I have um, a master's degree. You'd think a busy woman like Monica, there would be no way she could be lonely, right? Wrong. Even the times where I am surrounded by people I frequently will feel very alone. And most of that has to do with, I feel like being in my head a lot. 
I'm constantly thinking. And if I said something and I got a reaction from someone where maybe it wasn't the response I was looking for, and there's some form of even just the slightest bit of rejection from them, I will continue to ruminate on that for days. I feel like people don't like me or they won't like me because of what I said or how I said it. Um, and so the more I say, uh, the more I end up ruminating on what I said and the more I isolate. And it just overall kind of leaves me feeling lonely a lot of the time. Dr. Cardi, our clinical psychologist, says that Monica's story is not as uncommon as one might think. When I think about loneliness, I think about isolation, and I guess those two things don't necessarily have to go hand in hand. Correct. I think that's one of the interesting things about the Surgeon General's report that just came out is that they do distinguish between social connection and loneliness, and loneliness can be that really internal state of not feeling connected, even when you're around other people. I think sometimes even for people who are you know, you're talking about somebody who's so busy, she's probably got a ton of things going on, running through her mind that might not give her the opportunity to like sit and pause and meaningfully be with the people who are around her. I think we've all had that experience, right? Of like being with people, but not really meaningfully connecting with them in that moment. This is not a problem just affecting pockets of people here and there. The Surgeon General's office says about half of American adults have experienced loneliness and it costs the health industry billions of dollars a year. Dr. L. A. Barlow is a psychologist at the Detroit Medical Center, and she tells me once that feeling of loneliness sets in, it can be so hard to break. It can be very difficult to break, especially when you're so accustomed to it. And quite frankly, the pandemic, the things we went through with the pandemic, it kind of made it worse, you know, for lack of better words, because we had to isolate. We had to do these things. But it's important to kind of break the chain and say, OK, I can get out. If there's a concern about safety, you know, put a mask on, get out, be more engaged. It sounds like, you know, part of this can happen to people, and I'm sure at some point they'll pick up on it, but it sounds like loneliness can be something that that just kind of creeps up on you, and before you know it, it's already taken hold. Is that fair to say? Very much so. Oftentimes people are kind of in that routine of being alone and being isolated from individuals. It does creep up, and you don't realize after a while. You say, well, geez, it's been a week since I've actually had an engagement in person with a person. You know, it's good to kind of evaluate your own life, too, especially if you're kind of more isolative, to say, okay, what has the last time been that I've been engaged with others, that I've been out the house and kind of went out with friends and enjoy life? Loneliness is mental, right? It's not like you're walking down the street one day, you trip and fall, and now you feel the ache of loneliness. But Dr. Cardi from McLaren tells me that the mental effects of being lonely can manifest into physical ailments. Loneliness is mental, but it, it becomes physical when you start dealing with the ramifications. I love this question. I think it's so interesting to think about how our mind and our bodies are connected. So if you are feeling disconnected, that really does have an impact both internally on what your body is doing from a physiologic standpoint, increased inflammatory markers in your body simply as a result of being less socially connected and feeling more lonely. So somebody who is feeling more lonely, feeling more stressed, that's going to affect their health. That's also going to impact the types of behaviors that they engage in that are related to health outcomes, such as 
a healthy diet, exercise, sleeping well, and abstaining from things like tobacco use or you know heavy supplements use. What might a physical manifestation of loneliness look like? Well, Monica's weekend is being impeded by that manifestation as we speak. I just got invited to a dinner this weekend with two of my friends that I've been friends with since kindergarten. We've grown up together, you know, friends, married, kids, the whole thing. One of them now lives in New York. He's coming back for the weekend and contacted my other friend and I and said, let's hang out. And I was like, yay. And then I sit in my head and I think like, well, what could happen? What could go wrong? And then I could be anxious and I could let my anger take over because when I get really anxious, then I become angry. And then people think that, you know, like the term Karen, like, oh, she becomes the Karen. Well, I'm not a Karen because I really care about whether or not the dog comes. I'm a Karen because my anxiety wants me to be in control of the situation. And when I'm not, I get anxious. And then people think differently of me because I'm acting funny. And again, then I go home and I ruminate and I flip and then I'm like, oh, nobody should ever want to be friends with me. I don't even want to be friends with me. And that's just a really awful place to live sometimes. There is no easy way to solve this problem. Increased human interaction is the answer, but that can certainly be easier said than done. Dr. Barlow from DMC told me that taking baby steps is a great place to start. It can be overwhelming otherwise. McLaren's Dr. Cardi told me that some of those little things, they actually can go a long way. You know, I grew up in a relatively small rural area in the northern stretches of Macomb County, When you walk through a neighborhood or drive your car, those little waves. And as a kid and as a young adult, I thought they were silly. But it sounds like sometimes those little things, even if it's a hello over the fence, like you'd see in Andy of Mayberry, but it it sounds like those things can go a long way. I think so. And I think getting back to that, you know, we saw in the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people having increased social isolation, but I think a lot of people also reported talking to their neighbors more, being on the street, saying hi to people when they're going for a walk, you know, so engaging in that way. If you're going for a walk in your neighborhood, saying hello to people, saying hi to your neighbors, waving to people, I think that creates a sense of community. And again, that's both, you know, for ourselves individually, but I think creating that sense of community is really important. You mentioned reaching out, like, you know, if I was feeling lonely, I should reach out. Are there things, not that we're spying or snooping on our friends, but are there things that we should recognize or can recognize in other people? Are there things that I could look out for in others? I think people who appear to be more socially isolated. So if somebody's not responding to your phone call, to your text or your message, you know, follow up with them, reach out again. I think that those are big signs, not just of loneliness, but also of things like clinical depression, anxiety, sometimes even worse than that as well. So those are good signs to pay attention to. There has been so much talk about mental health throughout the pandemic. Isolation has been the main topic. And we're still years away from learning the full ramifications of the COVID pandemic and its subsequent lockdowns. But I think it is safe to say the loneliness epidemic is directly connected to the wedge the coronavirus drove between us. Today's big thanks go to Monica for sharing her story and to Drs. Barlow and Cardi for sharing their expertise. 
Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.